this morning we've been dealing with under having an undivided attention in Christ. How many of you know God wants your undivided attention? Undivided, which means your attention. He wants to teach you to have a aligned attention. But the adversary's best tool is to make you divided. You say, why divide me? Because he says an un, a man whose mind is not stable, uh, he's, he's, he's just not, he's divided. He's unstable in all his ways. So God wants us to have a focused life. How many know Jesus had a, a focused life? Sometimes things we make matter doesn't matter when we're focused in Christ. Amen. You can have a thousand things to do, but you'll know the three things that God tells you if you can stay. See, see, I want you to understand that the enemy's job is not just to deceive you. It's also to make you busy. Ah, uh, Listen, make you busy doing what you think is what God approves of rather than doing what you were called to do. What it, See, because see, when you learn and, and get out of checking boxes in God, you're going to learn how to walk by the Spirit. It takes walking by the Spirit to align yourself properly, to not just check boxes and live your own life. So doing good things is not always a good thing when it's outside of the ramifications of your aligned design, your aligned divine design. Tell somebody I got an aligned divine design. Yeah, I got to align divine design, which means I need alignment in divine design. So when I learn to operate in my aligned divine design, watch this. Worry and strife and struggle and anxiousness can start falling off. Because although I might have a heart for it, I, I can't allow myself to get out of the ramifications of my aligned divine design. So in these last days, you're going to have to learn. We're learning. How many know you were learning how to live by the Spirit? See, we're not, don't think, no, you're learning how to live by the Spirit, in the Spirit, walk by the Spirit. We haven't understood in context, in the body properly, how to walk and live by the Spirit. We know church. I say we know church. And it doesn't mean we're unbelievers. We believe. But the way of God, we haven't learned. And the way comes by a processual of learning to live by the Spirit. So we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Can you say it, Ben? This morning, if I were to subtitle this, I would call it the benefits of beholding. How many of you know there's benefits of beholding God? Benefits. Uh, how many of y'all have a benefit package with your job? Come on, you work the hours, you make sure you get those. Oh, glory, glory, glory. You, you sacrifice to make sure that you get your. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's only when it comes to God, though. We look for the benefit without the capacity to govern. Being an heir. Can you say amen? 
I want you to go to 2 Corinthians 3. And we're going to read verse 17 through 18. And it reads, now the spirit of the Lord. Now the Lord is that spirit. The Lord is what? That, that's a deep statement right there. The Lord is. <laughs> the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord and being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. Just as by the spirit of the Lord. Can you say amen? You may be seated. Now the Lord is that spirit. The Lord is the what? He is that spirit. So when we're talking about living for God and live by the spirit, you can only walk in divine alignment when you learn that the Lord is that spirit. How do I obey God? I got to walk by the spirit because the Lord is that. So if I'm going to obey the Lord, I got to walk by the because he is that he is that spirit. And where that spirit is, there is. I, I want you to learn to build your expectation. When the Lord comes, there's liberty. We, we have to have a conversation about our expectation when the Lord comes. See, I can come with gifts, but if you don't have the right expectation, you can. You can miss what was for you. Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. Can you say amen? Now, when with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the what? The glory of the Lord. We behold God. And it expresses his glory, which means as you're learning to behold God, you're becoming what he's called you to be. Somebody say, learn to behold him. Now, one of the things that God is trying to get us to understand is he's building word construction in us. Somebody say word construction. You're built by the word. You are built by the what? The word. So he's building you by the word. What, what am I being built by? By the word of God. So as God is building me in the word of God, he's calling me to become like him, be imitators of God. I, I'm becoming like my father. Tell somebody I'm becoming like my father. Which means in a, the Christian life, it's not just about God doing everything for you. It's about you learning to be an heir and operate like your father. I'm going to say that again. The problem with our Christianity today is always trying to make God do something rather than we do what God assigned us to be. There are two different perspectives, bringing God with you or becoming like him. And the perspective has been so long that we bring God with us to do the work, which means we take him off his throne to go do what we're asking him to do rather than becoming what he called us to be. Somebody say divine perspective. 
In divine perspective, you will find that there's a confidence, there's an, a, 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 a confidence in the Lord that gives you the ability to see, to know, to operate as God. So much so, there's a level in the ascension of God that God starts to sign off on what you say. <laughs> he starts to think about what you think. Because you have the mind of Christ. You have the what? I have somebody said I got the mind of Christ. Now, in the mind of Christ, there's all ultimate intelligence. This is why I don't understand why Christians give the world and the architecture of academia more reverence than God. <laughs> I, I was I was at a conference this weekend with counselors, all with PhDs, uh, and I'm sitting in the courses. Nothing wrong. How many of y'all know we need Christian counselors? But I can sit in there and pick where things are missed. Now, I didn't go through their classes, but I can pick where they're missing. No, it's not a bad thing. What, what I'm trying to show you is when you can walk with the mind of God, you can articulate things by how many of y'all know the spirit of God is uh, he's academia. He's a teaching spirit. Somebody say he's a teaching spirit. So he's teaching. So you like school, but I like the spirit. He's a teaching spirit. So, if I want to know something, I just gauge my inner parts and say, God, I thank you for this. Come on. I tap into the realm of the spirit. I'll know more than the doctor. I'll know more than the counselor. I'll know more. I'll know more than the average mind of wisdom in the world. There's a wisdom of the world. Come on. How many of y'all want to accelerate? Come on. I'm about to give you some language to help you accelerate. But you got to make sure that you make God a priority in your life. God has all ultimate intelligence. Can you say ultimate intelligence? So when we have the spirit of the Lord, we got the mind of Christ. And God is trying to get us to a place where we can come and learn to be like him. Not just be with him, but be like him, be imitators of God, not just bring me with you. Don't see, see when we're in an immature or a, a lesser, a, I ain't gonna say a lesser, but when we're in a learning, a lower level learning stage, we say things like, you know, I don't want to take the glory away from God and all that stuff, but there's a place where you mature that you stand and you know you're not taking away. You don't have to say that. You can stop saying that because you're actually lessing. God is calling you to stand up. It's who you are that will show people that it's not you. It's him. If you knew who I used to be, if you knew where I come from, you're going to know that was that. No, that. No, that was the flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. But my father in heaven revealed it. Yeah, don't don't think it's no, be careful. Don't think it's me talking. Don't think it's me thinking. No, 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 no. I don't know which you. You don't have to undermine yourself to show it's God. It's you in God. And it's God in you. So when you're standing confident in the Lord, that's not a bad thing. That's a tell somebody that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So he's saying, beholding as in the mirror. The glory, somebody say the glory, glory of the Lord. Now we got to understand how to get there because if we're going to speak 
as God and be like God. I want you to understand the benefits because, see, we, we have a problem because until we hold the mind of Christ, until we learn to not just go to church and not just pay our tithes and not just read the Bible, but we actually learn that all those things point to the, point to the life. I say pert, pert, <laughs> pert, Lord Jesus, Louisiana, the pert to the, it points to the life. Somebody say point. <laughs> It, it, it points to the life of God. It, it not, it doesn't see the life of God is in Himself. That's why even just reading the scriptures don't point. It it doesn't give you salvation. It points to the salvation. Yes, sir. There is no life in the words of God. It points to the life. They search the scriptures thinking that it gives them eternal life. Not knowing that it points to the person of life. So you can bypass heart containment with God to, to, to check off you read. But, but see, the, the reality of it is you'll, you should know that you didn't have the containment. You know why? Because you're bankrupt and powered by the spirit. See, we're looking at the wrong thing. We're qualifying the wrong thing. I, I will know where I am with God based on my bankruptcy. Based on do I have capacity to overcome what I'm dealing with? Do I have capacity to overcome what's trying to deal with me? Tell somebody, learn to get the capacity to overcome. You say, what is God doing? He's giving you a backbone and the capacity to overcome. Why? Because you're like me. I've already overcome. Hold on. If I've already overcome, i got to give you the capacity to learn to overcome. I didn't call you to be weak and busted and disgusted. I didn't call you to be like that. I called you to be my sons and daughters. My name is on you. In fact, i got to save you for my name's sake, not yours. That's a good thing. Thank you, Lord. You're not saving me for my name's sake. It's for your name's sake. That's why you gave me mercy. Oh, you better know what mercy is. Mercy says, I got to keep giving you a chance. You know why? Because if I don't give you a chance, you can blame yourself for why you are or where you are. And what you, when I give you something, you can blame it for yourself. Mercy says, I got to give you a chance continually because my name is on you. And when my name is on you, you represent something. Tell somebody I'm a representative. I'm looking for people who can be divine representatives of my being. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking for rep. See, when, when you when I take you different places, you're gonna learn that you're you're an ambassador of Christ. You're not walking because you just got an opportunity. No, you're coming in there as an ambassador of the kingdom of God. Yeah. But see, opportunity took over your mind, not knowing that the opportunity was in Christ before you saw the. See, because something stole the narrative. Oh, our souls is something else. How many of y'all know the soul is something else? And this is why God is tooling you to navigate through principle when things in your life happen so you can check what is God and what is. Now, when you go higher with God, those checks and balances are very vital, even to the mature. Because there are times that you won't know if you step out of bounds. You're feeling the spirit, you're feeling it. 
and you don't know five minutes later you could have been out of bounds. There are many men of God in the Bible that didn't know that they got out of bounds. Who was that got his hair cut? Samson didn't know that he lost his. He didn't know he got out of. He rose up like every time. Boom. Hey, I'm about to deal with this thing. And he was like, wait, nothing happening. Something happened to my strength. Something happened to how I, I was operating. I, I had a functionality by the grace of God, by the power of God, and I was functioning. But I didn't notice that something happened and brought me out of bounds. So when we're talking about the matriculation to maturity in your life, God has to matriculate you by the spirit to help you understand how to make sure that you can test and see and taste and see that the Lord is good. So you can stay in bounds by the spirit and you can know and become all he called you to be. Can you say amen? First Peter 1, 6 through 9, if you can go to your scripture. In this you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, if indeed you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perish, though it is tested by fire, it's tested by what? It's tested by what? Fire. Tested by fire may be found praised to praise, honor and glory at the revelation, at the revelation, at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressibly and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith. Receiving the what? And what is the receiving? The salvation of, which means there is a process to even receiving the salvation of your faith. Faith had a process. Faith had a process. Although you're going through various, how many of you know that God has given you definition of what even a trial is? Tell somebody I'm learning the definition of trial. Because as I learn to mature in God, I have to redefine trial. Because I found in my Bible that if I'm in God's hands, he orders my steps. So if you're ordering my steps and I'm saying I got to try, you something is wrong. here. Either something is wrong here or something is right here. <laughs> Tell somebody what I've been might looking at wrong. It might be actually right. Yeah. See, I've got to start looking from the lens of Christ. It's interesting how I see things when I'm not aware of God's presence, God, not aware of the goodness of God. When I'm not aware of who, who God is to me, it's interesting how I see things. But when I tap into the grace of God, tap into the mind of God, it's something about how I see differently. How many of you see differently in the mind of God? If that's the case, God is saying, I need you to learn to hold and behold me. As in the mirror, the more that you learn to behold me, I'm walking you by the spirit of how I move, how I breathe. How I'm teaching you how you live. 
I come to encourage you this morning. What, what do you encourage me? Because I know that you love God. I know that you come to church. But I want you to understand God's dealings with you. God's dealing sometime with you. It's not that you don't love him. It's that you're learning to hold him and behold him. No, no, no. I know you love him. That, that, that's why you're here. That's why you're doing what you're doing. That's why you're looking for what you're looking for. But there's a beholding by the Spirit. There's a, a lifestyle of beholding, which means God has to help you understand how to come into a consecrated mechanism where he starts to tell you what to do. Mm, he, he determines your diet. He determines your prayer life. He determines what he's calling you Because it's in him that I move. I have my, I have my, which means if I'm going to become, I got to be in him. Be in. I got to be in him. My being is within him. My being. I'm being. I'm being. I'm being in. <laughs> Tell somebody I'm learning to be in. And if I can learn to stay in, I can learn to stay seeing. Tell somebody he's restoring my sight. So there's a processual that we have to understand that God has to get word construction, divine soul construction through word construction. There is solical development that comes through word construction. You say, why? Because it's at the end of your faith, you're learning to hold the word at the end of that faith. See, faith has to be tested. Why does faith have to be tested? Faith has to be tested because faith is authenticated in God. Just because I say, God, I love you and I will do anything for you doesn't mean, Peter, that you're really going to do that because you might not know what that costs. I, I know we love God and we'll tell him everything. You know, I'll never cheat on you. I'll never do. I will never, Peter, you are going to deny me. You don't know how the level of sacrifice of your being, of your soul, of, your, of who you are. See, that level of submission is different. That level of submission that I'm asking for what is already mine as an heir is different, though. I say it's already yours. But it takes a level of submission because I, I, I don't understand the language of soul. Soul, it's very difficult when you don't have the tools to know what is and what it's not. The spirit is, can be difficult if you know how to read it. Things about God, it takes the tools to know what is God and what is not. And especially in the last days, it's going yes, to be so, so. See, most of us who still highlighting miracles and signs and wonders, he said, you're not going to know in the last day. They're going to do it, too. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Oh, oh, you're going to. That's how you're going to. No, no, no. no. They're going to do it, too. Your Bible say they're going to do it, too. There's so many defilements that you won't know what's God and what's not. So when we're only reading through the lens of those things, we don't know that there are power levels and there are, are, are moving levels of the spirit. But authority of the word come through the heart levels of God in you. Can you say amen? So God is trying to get us to a place where our souls can submit to the spirit. 
And when we learn to allow our souls to submit to the spirit, we allow the spirit to lead and guide us. I did not say your imagination. I say the spirit. I did not say what you think. I said the spirit. It's by the Oh, I wish there are many things that will seem like the spirit. There are many uh, uh, familiar things that will seem like the spirit. How many know familiar things can speak to you? How many know familiar spirits can even give you scripture? <laughs> oh, yeah, it'll give you scripture, too. But you didn't know that within the scriptures, you still violated three of them. So you have to understand how these things work, but you're in safe zone. You don't have to know everything. Tell somebody, I don't have to know everything. Let me bring ease to your mind. I'm not saying, I'm not going to learn this, all of this. I'm not going to give you word from word in this whole Bible. I don't have enough life for that. There are too many levels for it. But I know based on the Holy Ghost that's in me for what I need for me. And God is saying to you, stop focusing on everything and find the God particle in you and run with that line. Tell somebody I got to find my line and run with it. Find your line and run with it. Don't get in everybody's lane. Stay in your, tell somebody, stay in your lane. Baby, stay in your lane. I'm not calling you to be like me. I want you to be like you. Just because I can preach don't mean you can preach. If you can, you might can prophesy, do that. Stay in your lane. Stay in your grace capacity. Say what God is doing in you. Can you say amen? amen? So he's saying, I want you to hear me. You've been grieved by various trials. You've been grieved. If you've been grieved by various trials, I, I want you to understand the things about the government of God is trials in God is not always what we think they are. Trials in God sometimes is for the purification of faith. I want you to hear me because many times we think the devil is orchestrating everything and it's not the truth. Everything you, you perceive as negative does not mean it's always the devil. Let me say this. It doesn't mean that it was provoked by the devil. Let me switch what I just said. Because it might be of the devil, but it wasn't sent from the devil. The, 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 the person behind the story was, was actually leading you there. So you have to understand, he's saying there's a purification of faith that I have to get you through. Why? Because I'm building you strong. Tell somebody he's building me strong. He's building me strong. This is not just about you getting excited, you getting happy, you dancing around, you shouting. All those things are good. How many of you know those things are good? Yeah. If you're doing those things and you're still not finding strength, there's something wrong with the things that you're doing. How many of you know we do those things to find our strength in God? I don't mind shouting, shoot, I'll, I'll run over some seats. I, I don't mind crying. I don't, I'll do so. I will beat you in some of that stuff. I'll become an emotional fool long as it brings me to the strength of God. But I would not be an emotional fool and still get up as a fool, which means everything that I do of God, I better gain some ground out of it. 
I'm not going to just hit the wind and beat the air and think, God, wait and see, this is the problem. Well, God, just because I did that, you're going to do something now. No, it's God. Now I've given you the capacity to speak like me, to walk like me, to talk like me. See, that's the perspective. You're building me strong. Tell somebody you're building me strong. Oh, this was about me. I thought it was about you, God. No, God is not defeating the devil. He's not equal with the devil saints. You're not waiting on God to defeat that devil. Listen to what, listen to that sound. I'm waiting on God to defeat the devil. How many of y'all hear what I'm saying? See, I know we don't say it like that, but that's what unconsciously we're trying. We're, we're, we don't know that's what we're saying. So what you did, you put yourself out of the position. And you say, I'm waiting on God to deal with that thing. As if God did not deal with it already. Yep. When God is saying, I don't need you to put this in my hands. I need you to step in my hands and I'm going to build the architecture of your soul. And when I build you strong, it's going to facilitate the faith to stand and know that I'm God. Tell somebody I'm learning to stand and know he's... I, I believe somebody's faith is going to rise this morning. Yeah, that thing that's been messing with you is about to fall off. You know why? Not because God did something to it. It's because you came into the God of you and you learned to build a capacity to know that he's God. God is looking for soldiers. He's not looking. Come on, he wanted to play his card. He needed men who, to know who they, who they are in him. He needs men to know who they are in him. Can you say amen? So if you've been tested by fire, somebody say fire. I got so many lines in this message, but I, God got to help me to stay in line. How many of you know that the Bible tells us that we're going to be tested by, which means there is a fire of God that he, he purifies, he, he sanctifies, and there's a purification of the soul, the being of Christ who Christ is, that when he tests you, he wants you to come in purification. To know that you came into that purification, it can go through the fire without being moved. In fact, the Bible says in the last day, he's going to test what people have built, and it's burned. It was lost. And prayerfully, the person who built it, they're not burned to be lost. Which means anything that's not built by the Spirit, built by God in eternal value, eternal value, which means it was already ordained from the foundations of the earth, it will not sustain the test of time of fire. Which means whatever I'm building within myself or anyone else, I better know that God is going to test it. He's going to allow it to be tested, not for my harm, but for my good, because he wants this thing to be purified right. You would say, well, why, God, why would you test me? Because I don't know that you know that you know me unless you know how good I am by standing in me and seeing me do the work. I don't know you're faithful to me until you're tested by somebody else. Uh oh, yeah, all right. Y'all going with y'all catching now. Huh? How do I know you love me until you've seen something good enough like me? I know singers like, mm hmm, mm hmm, pastor. Yep, yep. 
See, 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 that, that, I, you can say what you want, but you're authenticated when you're going through the fire. You're going through the test. You're going through the trial. It's not for your harm. It's for your good. Because now when I don't respond like God, the glory cannot be revealed. Uh-oh, see, you didn't know this was a glory thing. Standing like God is revealing the glory of God. This is why you got to step out of the way. Because if you're standing in God, they don't know that they're arguing with God. <laughs> they thought they were mad at you, didn't like you. But because they face God now and you did what God told you to do. That's why I tell you, if you're mad at somebody, buy him flowers. <laughs> if you use the love particle of God, watch this. You now yourself in allowing God to fight the battle. If you're going to fight anybody, you won't want God to fight it. You, you don't want to fight it. You're not going to win that. I said you're not going to. Win that. Even if it breaks up and you separate you and, and you walk away from that person, watch this. It still didn't win. Because there was no unders. There was no what? Okay, so it's only when understanding comes that a person can see that, oh, I was wrong. So if we both came out of understanding, nobody won because nobody understood. <laughs> so how did you win? Because you let, no, just because you leave don't mean you won. There's no understanding. So the person still feels justified and right in what they're doing. Because the glory of God did not shine bright enough for them to see that this wasn't right. When you can stand in the glory of God, watch this, when you can stand and know he's God, be tested through the fire. That's the fire test. I get tested through the fire, and I want to say something, but I learned to be processed in God. So because I'm standing like God and doing what he told me to do, watch this. Now they're facing God. They're looking at me, but they're facing God. As long as I hear, keep the mind and the temperament as in Christ, watch this. When they leave from me, they're going to deal with God. How many of you know people can't fight love? How many of y'all ever tried to fight love? Don't, don't raise your hand. But have you had somebody to love you like, like you, you're just like, no, I don't, I, don't want, I don't want you to talk to me right now. I, I, don't, I really don't want that right now. I just, I don't, like, just leave me alone right now. I, I need. It's, it's interesting because, see, we can reject the love that we were saying we were trying to give to them. I, I, I can reject the same love that I was saying that they were rejecting from me. <laughs> it, 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 it's interesting. We're very interesting people. I, I can reject the same love that I said you needed and the reason why you're doing what you're doing because you don't have it. But I can reject it right after you reject me. Not no, I don't know why I'm going down this lane, but it must be important. Can you hear it? Say amen. amen. It's interesting how much we think somebody deserves of love. See, sometimes we think people don't deserve the love. I don't think you deserve freedom. She said, I don't. I don't. I I disqualify you from that level of love. Wow. 
until you know what you did, not knowing that they cannot know what they did until they receive the love. It, it's, it couldn't be that what gives them the opportunity for that love. What makes them qualified for the love is the fact that they don't have it. What you said to me disqualified you from the love. But it could be what disqualified you is what qualified you for the love. Because if you were receptive of the love, you wouldn't be there. Tell somebody I'm getting this all together. I'm getting it together. I'm getting... I, 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 I got to understand God's perspective. I, I See, God's perspective, we don't understand God's perspective. We want justice. We want judgment. We want equity in every good thing. But we don't know that justice, judgment, and equity comes through the lens of Christ. I don't, I got to get people in the position of Christ so they can see the cross. And then they say, oh, wow. I was wrong the whole time. I'm so what, what made you do that? See, you wanted them to bow from you, but you didn't know you was the idol and that was rooted out of a devilish place. But if they can bow, to every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that he is the Lord, which means when I stand in the place of God, I'm saying that I'm Lord. I'm saying that you're disqualified and you're going to stand to the Lord. So it's better sometimes to get the principles that govern communication. The principles that govern what? Communication. Because I need to identify where I need grace, but I'm not giving grace. In fact, let me back up. Not avian grace yet. It's mercy. Because grace is the capacity level to do it. Mercy is the opportunity to get back into grace. How many of y'all hear what I'm saying this morning? So you have to realize God's perspective. Why did I go down that line? God's perspective is not like our perspective. God's perspective. He's saying, I need you to learn to win how I win. I need you to learn to stand how I called you to stand. And when you learn to stand how I called you to stand, you're going to learn to get what I called you to get. But I'm looking for the benefit without beholding. I'm looking for the unity without beholding. This is the danger because even if you find freedom and it didn't point to God, it has a temporary date on it. I think in depthly about things. I, I do. I think in depthly about things. I just shared what I did this weekend. I, I think in depthly about things because I want you to understand that anything that wraps its mind around getting a person to any type of freedom that doesn't point to Christ is not freedom at all. This is why you better be careful what you are allowing yourself to be contained and constrained in. Anything that doesn't point to Christ, it's a patch and you will continue the cycle. But even if it's keeping you in an equilibrium that you're not up, but you're not down, it still didn't point to Christ. It's keeping you sustained and making you feel free in a, in a divided line. Jesus said, I wish that you not be hot and Come on, we're still in undivided attention. I need your undivided attention. I didn't tell you to just be sustained. Love her like this and love them like this. Just don't get into that argument. Be careful. We, we have an exodus of divine perspective. We have an exodus, even in churches, of divine perspective. We've made this thing so, so worldly. 
It's not that we not we don't love God. Don't get no, no, no. Listen, it's not that we don't love God. It's just the finished work is not being established in the way it's supposed to be. Because God's perspective is high above every man and principality and power's perspective. Can you say amen? So God is trying to purify your faith. Tell somebody he's purifying my faith. I knew I had to go through that argument because he was purifying. My, he was showing me me. I thought he was showing me them. <laughs> oh, I know. Come on. I love you. Don't don't dislike me. I, I, I thought he was trying to show me about them. And sometimes he is showing you them if you can learn to stand the test of time. But if you're getting out of alignment, he might be showing you you because the more that I do that, I need to see that I need more of him, not blame it on you. Why would I have an expectation for you where I need to see that you don't have the love that I need to go run to? How many of y'all stand with me? I know I'm talking fast. God has a divine perspective. But the capacity to walk in that takes you to be divided, not divided in your perspective with God. He wants your undivided attention. Tell somebody undivided attention. Those levels of movement, those levels of communication takes undivided attention. Because on the side of your other brain, if you double-sided, you're not going to stand. How many know the adversary know how to pick where you're, you're, you're divided? I went in there because pastor said, this is how we do it. And I realized that there was more to that than what I just stepped in. But I want us to be careful. Are y'all staying with me? I want us to be careful not thinking that it's by the wisdom of man that I'm trying to teach you. Oh, please hear me. Because some of you are hearing that there is a 10 step to success of communicating, not the capacity of the grace of God that gives you the divine wisdom by default when you learn to stand in him. I'm giving see you. you be, be careful of the perspective you're hearing what you're hearing. Be careful how you I'm not giving you five steps of communicating. I'm telling you, if you can learn to step into the ramifications of the grace of God, the goodness of God, and the capacity for you, there's a grace and the mind of God that when you hit the, 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 the environment of the thing, God's wisdom will tell you the time to say it, the when to do it. He'll help you navigate the conversation because you learn to live from a capacity of the spirit. We haven't learned the capacity of the spirit. I think that's the problem. So even though we hear things in church, we try to do it in accordance to word and head knowledge. So we're trying to follow the letter while we do it. I put it there. This is the problem. When God said the word is near and dear to you in your inward parts, how I build you is within. He energizes your spirit, man. Do the spirit know all things? Class, do the spirit know all things? See, you, you, we say that. Hold on. Does it know all things? 
So would it not know how to navigate the conversation? Because what you're thinking you're going to win by words was actually winning by capacity. There's a grace capacity of love that comes out of you. You don't have to say many words. But you being still with God will navigate that thing and bring it to a place where they can sense that you're not fighting for yourself. But we haven't learned that God has a capacity and the grace and the level that he's calling us to live from. But we've been spiritually broken. Can you say amen? I declare that we're not going to be spiritually bankrupt anymore. We're not going to be spiritually bankrupt anymore. Can you say amen? There's a time that you, you can't afford bankruptcy in the spirit. Uh, you, you, you got to learn to get the investment by the spirit. You, you, you can't afford bankruptcy in the spirit. Most of us don't know what's going on with our prayers and what's going on with our life. It wasn't that God don't love you. It wasn't that God don't see you. It doesn't that God don't care for you. It's just that you're, you're spiritually bankrupt. And the spiritual bankruptcy is causing the elements of sight, the elements of being to, to go left, and, and defilements and all kinds of things. But God is saying if you can learn just to grow in the spirit in your inward parts, grow and build your spirit, man, by how called you to live, you're going to see what I called you to see. You're going to know what I called you to know. You're going to do what I called you to do with, with ease. Yeah. For my yoke is easy and my burdens is light, which means when you hit me, you're going to hit something that you find life in. You got to understand the perspective. See, the problem, what I'm trying to sell you in right now is knowing what is God and what is not. Because if I can't help you know what's God and what is not, we're wasting time. Many believers don't know that God's perspective is not that mindset. So come into the mind of God. Come into the weight of God. And you cannot do this life by yourself. Based on what I just presented pre, you should know what I mean by yourself. Okay, how do I, what do you mean by, okay, so without the grace capacity, the energy of, how many know there's an energy of the spirit? How many of you know there's an energy of the spirit? There's a real life of the spirit and there's capacity, there's grace capacities levels in that grace energy. Now, I didn't say God was energy. He's a spirit. But his spirit will give you energy. So don't be careful. You don't have to go do meditate and all that stuff. <laughs> I, I, no, 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 no. If, if, be careful because if you don't point to the spirit of God, it, you better be careful what you get into. Uh, be careful. He's a spirit. It's by his spirit. There's many defiled and deceptions. But you better know it's by his spirit. Somebody says by his spirit. And God is trying to get us to understand, I have to uh, uh, define you and refine you by that spirit. So every day, the things that you go through, it's, it's, it's purifying you. You might be angry. You might get frustrated. But if that frustration don't turn your face to me, the order of the frustration was wrong. <laughs> 
See, I've learned to. All right, y'all sticking with me? Y'all want to know a couple of secrets about God? See, God is such a designer in such a way. See, mature men, he said, those know how to correct themselves. See, when you're wise, you learn to hurry up, self-correct. Tell somebody how self-correct. Yeah, push that button, self-correct. Oh, God, I self-correct right now. In the name of Jesus, I repent for my sins. In Jesus' name, I walk in the right line. But many stay in the pity. And they don't turn around to know that there was a level in them that God was trying to show them about him. And they're still stuck putting it on them. So it's still not enough to turn your face to him. So he has to allow it to get more crazy. Y'all all right with this? Because he, no, 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 no. He has to allow it. I didn't say he did it. I say he has to allow it. Because if he fix it based on where you are in your perspective now, you're going to think it's something else that fixed it more than him. Yeah. <laughs> and believe God is a jealous God. So I, when you know something about God, he doesn't allow things to happen right without him yes. so i got to get into his perspective so this thing don't go more crazy more defiled than it is yes. tell somebody put it in his hands when i put it in his hands i'll learn how to navigate and live by how he called me to live can you say amen all right let's get into some business here so i want you to understand that god is purifying somebody says purified and he's purifying to make sure that you know how to stand. Somebody say, learn to stand. Which means there are many things that God is trying to get us to understand. Jesus, before I go there, there are types of temptations. Somebody say types of temptations. There are two types of temptations that I want to teach you about. There are two types. Write this down. Number one, there's a temptation that you're led into. And there's a temptation that you fall into. Write this down. There are two types of temptations. There's a temptation that you are. And there's the temptation that you. Let's go through this real quick. Matthew 4, 1. Watch this. Then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be what? By the devil. Isn't that interesting? Jesus is led by what? Now, the very thing that I'm telling you to be led by, he's going into. The... <laughs> God ain't going to never put me in the problem. <laughs> you not? But see, his perspective, because he, he tools the man, the one that he brings he leads into temptation there was a pre-arrangement of tools that made that man approve for this level of temptation which means this level of temptation is for the approved wow oh i'm gonna help you this morning see there's a level of temptation for the approved some of you some of you are are are, are not in the same the foul temptation that we're going to talk about, you're actually in an approval temptation. Back then, you used to default in your threshold. You used to fall back and curse and bust, be busted all day. Now you stand with God, even though you're frustrated, but you're standing with God. 
Before you can't handle it, you just fall apart. Oh, I can't believe they did that to me. I and then you got to call six people and then tell them about what they said. You would just fall apart. It was all over the place. <laughs> tell somebody you're growing me in my threshold. Yeah, you just you just all over the place. You cussing, fussing, fighting, all kinds of stuff. You just fall apart. Can't handle no nothing. Now you're actually standing. You didn't take a step back. You're standing. I'm actually seeing this a little better. I'm actually knowing this wasn't about me. This was about them. Oh, see, 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 some of you are going to a place where you're going to be led in temptation. The difference between being led in temptation is not that God tempts no man. Remember, the Bible says God tempts no man. Take that out of your dictionary. Say, say this with me. God tempts, God tempts no, man. no man. All right. Order of correction. But he'll lead you into it. <laughs> Come on, you got to get the pretext, the context, all of that right. Yeah, yeah. He said, I do not uh, attempt no man, but I'll lead you into it. The temptation that, that's within you, it comes from your own desires. I didn't put that in you, but I will allow you to go through. So be careful with the justification today of church people when you know God is tempting me. Ah, is, are you saying that he's, he's the one that's provoking that thing in you? No, 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 no. No, maybe you was on Facebook too late last night. Maybe you was on YouTube. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, no, no. He, he did not provoke that thing in you. He will allow you to go through temptation for authenticity by fire. So sometime when you mature, you meet a certain stumbling block. You walk away smiling like, God, you, you yeah, yeah. oh, I, I know I just taught on this, but you, oh, you're a bad boy. I, I, I know I just said I had faith for this, but oh, you, oh, you something else. But thanks be the God that you, you're with me. Because I know 10 years ago, I wouldn't be able to stand with that word. I know five years ago, I know two weeks ago, I wouldn't be, I would have slapped him or something. But now you're dealing with him, you're screwing me tight. Tell somebody he's screwing me tight. Yeah, he's showing me tight. Some of y'all laughed at that two weeks ago. Yeah, glory. Yeah, he's showing me tight today, Pastor. Glory to God. Tell somebody he's showing me tight. You have to understand that God has to show you tight by the word of God. So you can stand and know he's God. So he was led. He was led. He was what? There's a leading for those who are maturing. It's interesting. God said, no temptation is too big. He said, that's not common to man. There's no temptation that's not what common to man. But he will make a way of escape. What do you think the way of escape is? The word. So what God looks at is, I test you by fire to see if you use the way of escape in the fire. <laughs> if there's a fire in your house, you need the way of what? Some of us don't know how to find the way. So he allow it to burn. 
And he'll put the answer out there. Now, remember, you just came out of church saying, God is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And who shall I be afraid? You said it all. So the fire came. And he gave the word to answer. And we're still burning. And he said, no, you're going to turn your face to the answer. If you can learn to turn your face to the answer, watch this. You're going to hold the answer through the fire. Watch this. And at the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul. I, I wish y'all got that. He was tested by the led into temptation by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days, it's interesting that even Jesus had to understand there was a consecration mechanism to overcoming. There was a consecration mechanism overcoming. Somebody said there's consecration. That's needed. That's vital to overcoming. Most believers think because they've allowed you to manipulate grace. Most people don't even know what grace is. The only grace that you know is unmerited favor, baby. Tell somebody there's more to grace than that. What a great unmerited favor. What in the world is that? Favor in what? Because if you're not principled, favor ain't going to be good for you. All right, glory. He fasted 40 days to go through this thing, which means he had the principles to govern his fasting because he knew something about himself. Jesus had to fast, but the church don't. <laughs> oh, I laugh at a lot of things. You're going you're gonna to deal with your family principality and you can't even put a piece of chicken down? <laughs> you, oh, you, you funny. Oh, you funny. You, you, you can't say no? Your flesh is still in control. Y'all all right with this? All right, all right. See, pastor get in trouble because I'll be forgetting. These are closed door meeting type sessions. See, you got to understand that the flesh profits nothing. And when you understand that, you learn to crucify the being that you have. You, God has conquered the grave. He's conquered the enemy. But you got to conquer this flesh. You have a being. You have a flesh that you have to deal with. The carnality of the flesh. God loves your flesh. He made you beautifully and wonderfully made. But the carnality, see, it's governed by its own self. So don't get mixed up either. Because God loved the beauty of your flesh when it's led by the Spirit. See, there are so many lines that has been crossed that every word that I say, I have to fix it with something. So people's minds don't go into some bent light of what you heard before. Because we always killing the flesh, but you don't know that God also loves the flesh. Oh, I wish I had time to get down that road. When we say the flesh, we're talking about the flesh that's led by carnality, the submission of earth perspective. But God wants to beautify the flesh because he uses the flesh to get the glory. That's why he told you, I love when you, when you prosper. I love when you look good. I love, y'all know that's in your Bible? Are you just looking good for yourself? 
All right, we ain't got time for that today. You have a nature. Somebody say, I have a nature. God conquered the grave, but I got a nature that I got to deal with. And to this nature, I have to put a cross. I got to bring it through the cross. I got submitted this nature to the cross because this nature don't want to do what God said. It's always battling. It said, I don't want to do it. So you got to tell it, no, you're you going to do what I say to do. See, most of us think we got more control than we really have. You said you was going to fast, but you didn't do it. Not that many times. Come on, all of, come on, somebody, all of us did that before. You say you're going to pray this time. It's been five years you've been saying that. The reality of it is it's not that you don't will to do it. You don't know that your flesh is still in control. So this wasn't about what you necessarily will to do. Your will is not strong enough because you haven't picked the will of Christ. So until you pick the will of more of Christ, you don't have the ability, the strength to overcome the will of yourself in the carnal nature. So don't keep blaming yourself. Learn to submit a little bit more to what Christ did in his righteousness. And you'll have more strength to say, hold on. I got to tell this body to be quiet. I got to tell my mind. Oh, when I say I'm not going to eat today, I'm not. Because what the joy that's set before me, I got to learn to endure. The only way that I'm going to get to this thing, I got to learn to endure. If I'm going to fix my marriage, fix my children, I got to learn to endure. I, I can't communicate from my carnal nature. They're going to pick something on the other side of my brain. And I didn't know what happened, but God said he was delivering them. God said he's delivering them. God doesn't deliver without a man. I, I wish I had time. See, these are those things that we put in that box that we leave to God without understanding. With all that getting, get what? So we just throw it in that box without understanding. Not knowing that Jesus said the harvest is plentiful, but that so this was a laboring issue. He did not pray God. He said the God of the harvest. But he said, God, send more workers. The prayer was not God, send yourself. Y'all better hear. The prayer was never God, send yourself. In fact, he said, don't take them out of the world. I know most of your church is still trying to pray to get out of the world. But he said, no, 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 no. I don't want them out of the world. Don't pray yourself out of the world. Pray yourself here and pray that the kingdom come and that will be done in earth as it is in heaven. But that comes through you learning my capacity level. God is straightening the story out. Can you say amen? Y'all got to help me stop. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's 12 o'clock already. Glory. We've been through the number one. What's, what's the number one? God allows the temptation. What? He leads. Number two. Number two. Oh, I want to finish that. But I, I tell you what, before we go to this next one, let's read verse four real quick. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by what? But by every word that proceeds from the, when you are led or you attempted, God is training you by the mouth. Tell somebody, God is training me by the mouth. 
The one who learned the spirit-led lifestyle has been trained by the mouth. Most believers are trained by the letter, but the one who learned to live a spirit-led life has been trained by the mouth. I'm going to say that one more time. Most, and we're learning how to stop just being led by the letter. But he's teaching how to be trained by the mouth. But the mouth will never violate the letter. But if you have the letter without the mouth, you can violate the letter. Ah. If you got the mouth, you, you should never violate the letter. Because the mouth helps you understand the letter. But if you only have the letter and not the mouth, you'll violate the letter. Because it's the mouth that gives you wisdom of what the letter is talking about. This is why people who have not learned to live by the mouth, they think they know the letter, but they don't know it because we don't know as we ought to know. <laughs> because those who know as they ought to know are living by the mouth. Oh, y'all hear me. And you say, what is the mouth? I'm, I'm, I got to keep speeding ahead. The mouth is those who are learning to live by the capacity and hold and behold the face of God, which is the mind of God. And when you hold the face and the mind of God, what God can speak to, he can speak through. So he leads to see if, the, ah, if I have the letter there and now I dig in. And because the letter, I've hidden my word, thy word in my heart, God, I've hidden. Now when you can speak to it, you can speak through it. So when I become principled, it's not a stopping stone. I go to the next level to learn to stir up the gift. And when I stir up the gift, I come into an emphasis of capacity levels. Boom, 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 boom. You're breaking through levels, levels and beings. You're breaking through. He's transforming you because you're beholding the word in your inner part. I'm coding the word inside of me. And as I'm building, the thing is breaking out. And as you're beholding, the word of God is teaching you. He's showing you things. He's helping you navigate the what, the when, the how, the why. I said the why too. See, because without the why, most of us stay in destruction. Most of why we want justice in ourselves because we don't know the why. And it takes the why through the capacity and the grace of God for you to stand down. And be secure in his grace. Yes. Can you say amen? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every what? Word. Number two. Number one, you're led in temptation. Number two, you can fall into temptation. Now, the thing, interesting thing about falling is that has nothing to do with God. That has to do with you. So many think they are led, but they actually fail. How do I know if I fail, I don't have the principles to be led yet. So a lot of what I might be going through, I might be falling. Matthew 26, how many of you are learning something? Matthew 26, 40, watch this. Then he came to the disciple and found them sleeping. Oh, Jesus. How many of y'all like sleep? I don't know about you. I like sleep sometimes. I don't get much of it. <laughs> How many of y'all ever wanted to pray, but you fell asleep? 
Some of y'all give God your 10 minutes shit, tell it, Brandon. <laughs> the, power, the problem with some of our prayer lives is you're trying to pray, pray in your own strength. Oh, I wish I had time. The Bible says that God gives us a quickening. He quickens us, which means you don't really pray effectively without a quickening. I'm helping somebody. You got to learn. Before you start, ask God for a quickening. Because until he quickens you, see, quickening is God giving you the grace to start praying. See, many of you, why, why, why do you need to pray for hours and all that stuff? You don't realize a man that knows how to do that, they're not praying in their own strength. They're praying in God's capacity. <laughs> Which means they've learned how to pray by the Spirit. He told you don't pray in the flesh, pray in the but when we haven't learned to align ourselves properly and we're learning, tell somebody, I'm just learning. We're learning, we're still giving flesh prayers. A flesh prayer is you're never connected in your heart and your mind. You're just talking to God and you walk away. You don't hear anything. You don't do anything. But how many of you know that shouldn't be the storyline of believers? Come on, be encouraged this morning. That should not be your storyline. You don't just tell God something and walk away. Because God's interest in your words is first with your heart. Before you give God your words, are you giving them your heart? I'm going to say that one more time because most of us, you know, we, we, we love to start. And it's nothing wrong with your banda. But before your banda get good, make sure that you got a quicken to banda. You, 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 no, no, get quickened to banda. You, 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 you don't just banda, banda, and then walk out, and nothing was touched. Nothing was engaged. Nothing. You know, you know you walked out there still dry. So if the curse word come to you, it's coming still in. Glory. All right. Let me get to the end of this. Help you shout a little bit. Glory. You, you have to realize that God is not a man. He, he can see the reality of you. Yeah. You can't fake him out. Yeah, you, you can try to check him out. You can't fake him out. And you're not really faking him out. You're faking yourself because you're the one that needs the power. He don't need it. Yeah. Tell somebody he don't need it. He don't, he don't, he don't need it. Can you say amen? Amen. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said, Peter, what? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and what? Pray. Here it goes. Least you enter into temptation. So the entering is your fall. Your fall was according to your lacking of prayer. So most of the prayer points are problem points that people talk about was not a problem point. It was actually a prayer point. All right. I'm, I, how many of y'all mature this morning? Y'all good? Yeah, we, it, it, some of my problem points was not a problem. It was actually a prayer point. And I have to realize where I'm not prayer, prayerful, I'm going to fall by default. Watch and pray, least you fall. Which means if I'm not praying, the, the opposite of that is falling. 
So I can promise you, I can show you, I, I, it's already designed for you to fall. You don't have to guess. If I don't find God, I'm going to fall. If I don't learn to pray, I'm going to fall. Now, what is falling? See, you got to learn to live by the Spirit to know even what falling is. Because some of us, we justify what we don't think is falling. Until it breaks apart. Not knowing that it was falling all along. Can you say amen? Which means the government in you is based by the spirit in you. You know what to do good. That's that's sin to you. So the government in you is different from what you think is good and not. So you keep thinking falling is only sin uh, on, on your body. Sin under, oh, I drunk too much and I, I made a mistake and touched that. And that. That's a lower level. No, it, it could be you not doing what he told you to do. You're not responding like he told you to respond. I actually, Pastor, I actually haven't seen, I haven't had a testimony in a long time. Y'all gonna hear my testimony. I got to the airport, I'm, I'm with Spirit. How many of y'all know Spirit Airlines? With Spirit Airlines, they do not allow, it's, it's not the Holy Spirit, it's, it's called Spirit Airlines. They're very cheap, but you can't get nothing extra. You got to pay for it. So I had my computer. I put my clothes in the bag. I didn't want to pay for no extra bags. I had my, my clothes in my computer bag. And I figured I'd just hold my computer. My beautiful wife said, why are you going to hold the computer? Why don't you get a computer bag? Maybe I didn't tell her that I just had a carry-on. But I figure that I can just get a little bag and put my computer in the computer bag. So I stopped at the thrift store. How many of y'all are thrifters? <laughs> my wife is a good thrifter. Come on. Just because you got money don't mean you, you can't thrift it. Be careful. Come on, manage right. But I found this good bag. It had, oh, y'all don't understand. The thing had departments after departments after departments. I was so happy about my bag. I said, yes. It was $20. I'm headed to the airport, baby. Hey, I got, I got departments for everything. Got out the car, put my stuff in there. Walked to the gate. I don't know if the lady was having a bad day. Oh, she was just doing her job. See, it's a bad day to the one that's in trouble. To her, she's doing a job. So I go and I'm thinking, you know, I just smile my way through. She says, sir, only one bag. Ah. I said, but it's almost the size of my computer. If I take it out, it's pretty much the same thing. I'm holding it in my arm. You only get one. I said, okay, how much is the bag? $65. Jeez. Shave. $20 for the bag, $60 to pay for a bag. I got to leave my bag here. <laughs> At those, see, when you, when you learn to grow in God, you don't know how God tests you. And yeah. See, see, sometimes you get so free that you don't realize, hey, that thing will sneak up on you. <laughs> oh, I had a little rage, just a little bit. Uh, you got a manager, you ain't got time to go close the door on me. <laughs> so I had to pull up my stuff out the bag, and I'm, I'm trying to show her, see, I'm mad about this. <laughs> I'm mad about 
She didn't care. She said, in fact, throw it away at the trash when you're done. Oh. She added a cherry on top of it. When you're done with it, throw it away in the trash. She was led by her job. So I'm trying to hurry up and take my shot. But in me, I'm like, oh, God, I just paid for this bag. And in the frustration, I didn't know it was frustration. I didn't think I was that frustrated. I might have just had a little bit, but Sometimes you can have frustration that you just, and I'm trying to show you something because I got on the airplane and I got to where I was going and I realized I left my charger, my computer charger and my mouse and some other stuff in the bag, which I'm sure she threw away because she had something against me, right? She, I'm, I'm joking. She didn't have anything. She was doing a job. I wondered how in the world did I forget that when I was checking, I, I was really making sure that I didn't leave anything. What, what am I saying here? Sometimes you can be so frustrated you don't see what you think you're seeing. Y'all got it. Sometimes what's operating in you can cause you to see in a such a way that you thought you saw everything, but you didn't see everything. Because you didn't have the right temperament in the place that it needs to be. So you think you didn't know you forgot some stuff, but you forgot a lot of stuff. I had to sit down on the bed and say, how in the world? I looked in at, and I heard the spirit say, I got you. You, you, <laughs> you. you had some, I said, Lord, forgive me if I had any impatience. I didn't think it was that deep. But there's no way I could have forgot that. I went through the whole process in my mind. I looked through that, that section there. I even shook the bag. My sight was bent because my focus was on what was going on. Sometimes your focus can be bent because of what is going on. The, so the second one is when we don't pray, we can fall. Which means prayer and your connection in the awareness of God is vital to make sure that you don't. When you learn to uphold the God particle, now you're led into temptation. But if you're not led yet, which means you don't have the principles or the standing yet, you're just falling. That's not a God problem. That's an unsubmitted problem. But I declare you're gonna to learn to submit to him this morning. When you're falling, those are not practices that you need something deep. You're learning to submit to God and trust God. Can you say amen? But when you're tried because of who you are and you're building capacity, then that's a different story. You're learning to navigate through different trajectories with the spirit of God. How many of y'all got something out of that? God's ultimate goal, watch and pray, at least you'll enter in temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the what? So the spirit is always willing, but the flesh is weak. Tell somebody have undivided attention on God. I'm going to give you one more, even though I have three pages still left. I, I, I want you 
to know that Jesus is warning us. He's saying, listen. To him who overcomes, he will grant and sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down my father on his throne. He who has an ear to hear, let him what? Hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Now, I want you to understand that the Bible says you have not yet endured such hostility from sinners against himself. At least you become weary and, and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted. You have not yet resisted. You have not yet re. You will know where you are based on your resistance level. You say, what is God doing? He's trying to make me a good church member. No, he's building your resistance. He want me to be a holy roller. No, he's building you resistant. Why? Because he needs you to tell hell no so you can stand up in him and know what he's giving you the ability to have as an heir. That your confidence can stand up in him. Can you play a little bit for me, man of God? Uh, I'm done here. I want you to understand First John, write this down. First John 13, 15. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. This is the what? Let me, before I go here, I want you to understand most of you learning to walk like God, the, the issue of resistance is the issue of confidence. See, the issue, Paul, Peter, Timothy, excuse me, Timothy said, Paul told Timothy, have faith and a pure conscience. The issue of resistance is a conscience. When you're not consciously solidified in what God is, you're not don't have the boldness to speak confident. You don't come boldly to the throne room of grace. You're still asking. How many of those levels? He's, the Bible says little children, you have overcome because you've been learned to, to be loved by the, 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 the father. And then he talks to fathers. And then he talks to so there are levels of this thing. Can you say levels? When we are still children, we're learning how to communicate. We're learning how to talk. We're learning how to live in the confidence of what God has called us to live in. As we grow, we learn to stand and know he's God. And your confidence stays. So when you speak, how many know when you have faith, you just speak it? I'm talking about boldness of faith. When you say stand up. When you say, hey, Lord, bless me, you believe that that blessing is because you have boldness of your obedience in Christ. Which means there's a building of, of boldness in obedience. I said there's a building of boldness in what? Which means when we're not sustained in obedience, our boldness will be lacking. So we jumped in confidence and we jump out of confidence. We jumped in knowing and we jumped right out of knowing. This is the confidence. Why do I need confidence? 
How do I get confidence? I need to have undivided attention on Christ. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? What if in the confidence of God, the mind of God, that boldness puts you in positions to access as heirs? Could it be my fear is what's causing me to compromise in world societal norms? So I'll be confident in that because it don't take me staying in divine alignment of obedience. Not knowing that obedience comes through you knowing more of him. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You say, what is God after? He's after your resistance. But your resistance will come of knowing more of who he is towards you. He died for you. Let me read this last. He, he said, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his what? He what? Now, there's confidence when you talk and you know daddy coming. You ever had a bully? They didn't know your daddy was in the car. And you know your daddy. You know your mama. Oh, you know, mammy, she didn't play that. So you said it loud. Hey, leave me alone. Don't you touch me. I'm going to play this game like I want to. You knew they heard you. So you wasn't afraid, no matter how big you were. It doesn't matter how giant they were. Yeah. You knew they were in the car. Yeah. And here they come. <laughs> you had a confidence that you didn't have when they pulled off. Because now you're asking, can you let me play? Can you? When it's yours to play with. See, what, what God is trying to help you do is understand that I have to build you strong. God, don't think what you're going through is for the sake of you just making me do something. No, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. I'm calling you to do something. I'm calling you to live out what I called you to live. I'm calling you to be strong as I called you to be strong. You are the answer. You are the light of the world. I'm not the light of the world. I'm the light of the world, the one that's coming through you. They're going to know me through you. Don't just call on me to fix it. Call on me to fix you, and I'm going to fix it through you. God, fix it, fix it, fix it. And God is saying, no, I want to fix you. If I can fix you, what's going to be birthed out of you is going to fix it. If I can fix you, if I can have the conversation that I've been wanting to have for you for years, but you blocking me out for me to fix it. Will you allow me to fix you? Stand to your feet if you can. God has a way of doing things. He has a will of doing things. How many are you ready to say yes to God tonight, this morning? How many of you know your problem is not too hard for God? Your situation, where you are, 
but but God needs you to know that he is the one that fixes all things. I, I know sometimes we're used to doing it our way, used to doing it the way we felt we know how, but the knowing comes through him. He said, you have not yet resisted to the point of bloodshed. What is he saying? I have not told hell no to the point of bloodshed. Which means God is reading our strength level. He's doing what? God reads your strength level. And he says, daughter, son, the trial that I take you through is not just for me to show you that you're weak or bad. It's showing you how much more that I want you to get into me. This is why we got to be careful, Christians, because many of you heard this gospel different. You heard you need to get to God, get right, get yourself together. And that's impossible without you knowing that he is your strength level. I, I really listen because we're going to have to fix many doctrines, many. We, we don't know the goodness of God. We don't know the freedom of the gospel because we've heard to do it in our own strength. And we haven't read thresholds enough to help people realize what it takes, what God is after, and how that works. And until you help a person know who God is through your life, why in the world would they follow in their life? They're addicted. But you tell them to get right. How dare you? Did you show them to get right? Did you give them the principles of how and why they should because of who he is? Until you show me, God, I'm not willing. I, I could be wanting to be willing. I want to. How many of you ever were stuck on something and you wanted to do the right thing? Come on, lift your hands. Have you ever were stuck on something and you really desire? Everybody look around. I really want to do the right thing. I really want to say. So if that's the case, it's not, it's not your rebellion. Look at around the room. It, it's not. It wasn't within your choosing. It was the messed up understanding that the only choosing that you can have to overcome is when you learn to submit to his power. And you only submit to his power if you see him as he sees you. Anybody who's going to walk, how many of you know you're called to disciple? If you're a Christian, you're called to disciple the nations. If you're going to disciple any individuals, you got to show them Christ. And you're going to have to learn to have a capacity and a threshold of redemptiveness, which means you're going to have to be able to be cheated and lied to. And you can only trust the God in them that they're developing. Can you walk through something like that? Or, or do you do they need to get it right to walk with you? It's interesting. God don't. Throw us away when we don't get it right with him. Come on, he don't throw you away when you don't get it right with him. But now we've tasted something we say you need to. Rather than growing in grace capacity of the love of God. What if you grow in that grace and you speak two words that God backed. And they heard love through those two words. Rebellion is the lack of love. Rebellion, when somebody's rebellion against a system, they don't need any more systems. They need the love of God. Yeah. I, I, listen, I, 
I know you, you can be a psychiatrist. I'm going to help you in your class. When you're taking three years with somebody and they're going in circles and you've been given all the tools that you had, they don't need your tools. They need God. There's love missing. And believers are to behold him. Face to face. We shall behold him. When I can behold him face to face, I'm growing in that love and that capacity. So when I love strong and I grow a capacity, I come with a different temperament and a different atmosphere. Somebody say atmosphere. What people don't realize in realms of spirit, these are atmospheres also. These are portals and atmospheres. Somebody say portals and atmospheres. When you understand portals and atmospheres, sometimes what words don't get done, a portal and an atmosphere will. For example, if I'm saying person come here and the atmosphere is lit in here, by default, their heart will start to open. Now, was it because of somebody saying? No, we were just praying. What set the temperature in them? The so some of you are losing because you don't understand atmosphere. You're trying to win with communication where somebody needs. Oh, I'm helping somebody. How many of y'all getting it? Sometime when the rebellion is deep, you need an atmosphere of grace. And when you go deeper enough, the atmosphere will cover you. Read Psalm 91. What does Psalm 91 say? What does Psalm 91 say? He who dwells in the in the where? So you made it a him your secret place. Of the most high God. See, I've tried with my words and it's not working. Do it then like and then they still don't get it. What I do is I go into a, something called secret. He who dwells there. Dwell. Somebody say dwell. Dwells in the secret place of the most high. Shall abide under the what? Oh, oh, so now you're not walking by yourself. You're walking under a shadow. And you telling me that shadows don't have an atmosphere? Y'all better hear me. The problem is, what have you made your secret place? What have you made? Your secret, you, you made the bottle your secret place. You made sexual promiscuity your secret place. You made somebody else's words towards your life your secret. What have you made your? How is God building me strong? He's calling you to run to the secret place in him. God is not afraid of your, your problem. He's not afraid of your lack. He's calling you to the secret place, which means when you show them that you he is it. That's the answer. When you learn to work with the spirit, walk by the spirit, you're not, you're not as natural Christian as everybody else. One of the days they had worship and the presence of the Lord hit the building. But because we've learned in societal norms of Christianity, we stick by the schedule. Now, if there's building thousands of Christian counselors, you know what they need most? The Spirit of God. God is touching the building. They couldn't read. So you shut it off. You shut it down. 
There are times I don't mind that. But God was still working in me. I couldn't cut it off. So I'll miss the message to go get the message. Yo, I got my key. I said, oh, we got to go finish this, baby. Yeah, come on. Let me get something like that song. I like that song. Let me go to my room. And the portal opened up. So you don't need another message. If the messenger is sending a message, don't let messages override the messenger. When there's a point where speaking works, but there's a point where God wants to come and be in the atmosphere. Shall abide under the shadow. God is calling you to abide under a shadow. Lift your hands. I want to pray for you. Ah. Some of you, God is saying you've been relying on your own strength. But I'm calling you to come out of your strength. When you glory, Paul said, I'd rather glory in my weakness that I'll find his strength. That's a strong statement. When I'm weak, I'm strong because of who he is. Which means if I can learn to bring my weakness to his, that hiding place, he's going to turn it into strength. Faithful you are. Father, we thank you. We thank you. You can sing something for me, man of God. If you know that song, Faithful You Are. God, we thank you. We praise you. We love you. Father, thank you for building us strong. Thank you for building us this morning. You are God and God alone. There is no one like you. Father, we thank you for helping us see this morning, for aligning us this morning. Father, the pain and the hurt of our past, the pain of the hurt of our being, God, today, we're going to know that with all the pains and all the hurt, all the strife, that we have a high place. We can hide. I said we can hide in you. Ah, you are my hiding place. I just needed somewhere to hide. I, I just needed somewhere to be secure. So God, teach us that you are our hiding place. Faithful you are. Roll up my show time. Today with our hearts, God, we find you as our hiding place. Put your hand on your heart really quickly. Say, Father, you are my hiding place. I give you everything that matters to me. Every pain, every hurt, strife, anger, discontentment I give it to you I put my trust in you I will not hide anymore I will only hide in you you are my salvation 
You're my strength. You're my hope. You're my joy. Thank you for joy right now. As I lift my hands, I give up my pain, my hurt. I forgive. I let go. And when I let go, I know your strength is made perfect in my weakness. Come on, lift your hands and let it go. Let it go. Give it to him. You are faithful. You are God. Oh, pick it up a little bit more for me. Come on, he's faithful. He's faithful. Let it go. Make it a personal yes. Make it a personal yes. A personal yes. A personal yes. You are all your promises. All your promises are yes and amen. Come on, all his promises are yes and amen. God, we love you. God, we thank you. God, we praise you. Come on, give it to him. Father, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. We let go of bitterness. We let go of strife. Every unforgiveness, God. We know now. That it was impossible for them to know. It was impossible for them to get it. God, today I just want to get it. I want to get you. I want to know you, God. I want to know you, God. I want to make you my hiding place. I want to know that you're my friend. You're my source. You're my sustainer. You're my father, God. I can't do it without you. Lord, am I? Yes, you are. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. You are faithful. Jesus, Jesus. All your promises are yes and amen. All your promises are yes and amen. You are faithful. You are Jesus. We love you. Thank you. All your promises are yes and amen. All your promises, yeah. All your promises are yes and amen. Close your eyes and lift your hands really quickly. Father God, I pray a grace capacity over everyone under the sound of my voice. Lord, break our hearts for what breaks yours. Break our hearts for what breaks yours. We need you. You're the only one that's faithful. Help me not to look to man before I look to you. Help me not to look to man before I look to you. I look to you this morning. We need you, Jesus. Father, I know that everything is possible in you. And you're not too far away from me. So today, God, I realign my life. Come on, if you agree with that, say, yes, I realign my life. I realign my life, God. I realign my prayer life. I realign everything that you're telling me to do. 
I can't faint. I can't fail. I need you. So, Father, today we make you priority. We make you priority. And know that we'll have this confidence that what we ask, it's done. We will not be double-minded, blindsided. We'll keep our focus stayed on you. You are faithful, God. Father, I thank you for freeing your minds of your people this morning. Every mental battle, every psychological battle. Father, even the Prince of Powers that's dealing with family lines, that's dealing with homes, that's dealing with relationships. Father, we pray that you bring ease to every soul in this place. Cover them, give them instructions, internal structures, God, of power and might and authority that we can establish justice, judgment, and equity in every good thing. We thank you, oh God, that you're finding and assigning us today. And we'll be sure that everything in our heart toward you will be fulfilled. We love you. Oh, you're faithful, yeah, yeah. Faithful. Come on, sing that with me. You are. Oh, you're faithful, God. Jesus. Faithful, you you will be. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You are all your promises. All your promises are yes and amen. How many of you know his promises are yes and amen? All your promises. All your promises. Yes and amen. All your promises, yeah. All your promises. It's what? It's yes, yes and amen. amen. How many of you know his promises are yes and amen? You said, well, what I've been waiting on? I've been waiting on to stay ability. What have I been waiting? I've been waiting for stayability. I've been waiting to behold him. As in a mirror, I'm becoming like him. As looking in the mirror, I'm beholding his beauty. You know... If you stay in beholding, he said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of your salvation. You know what? When you lose joy, guess what? Before you get started, learn to find your joy. Learn to find your peace back in him. Strive for his peace. All his promises are what? So when we say that God is holding me back from something, it's not the truth. Because all the promises in him is yes and amen why in him why in him because because watch this the government in you will tell you the license level for what's a yes <laughs> you don't need science to tell you where your yes is the government in you will tell you your yes so in him there's a yes and an amen it's completed so you'll never go beyond your yes, nor will you go under your yes, unless you're still in the bowed conscience. So the boldness of God is saying, hey, there's a confidence. Watch this. How I know that, yes, there's a confidence that I walk in this realm. So I'm not afraid. When I come to this realm, I sit down. The adversary don't have preeminence here. When I go to the meeting, I'm not afraid. That's a yes in you. You want the position? God gives you a grace to be confident when you walk in the room. Oh, 
There was a divine perspective about it. When you sit there and you talk, everybody like, who is this woman? I better be careful she take my position. <laughs> but you're able to navigate in such a way that you know the yeses of God. So the yeses of God is not outside of you. It's actually in you. Ah, that, I, I wish you could hear me. The yeses of God is not outside of you. The problem is you got to position yourself in God properly and in the confidence. I didn't just say you just being a believer because you can be a believer and not have a yes. But when you're walking by the spirit, the grace capacity that you're learning to live from qualifies your yes. What did I just say? The grace capacity that you're learning to live from qualifies you in the yes. So once you come into a level of grace, watch this. Everything around you have to read that grace. You don't have to fight to make people see you when you have a lotion grace. Everywhere you go, they're going, oh, oh. Flesh, watch this, because the government can read you. You have a license. Flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. We need you to come on up. Because there's a capacity level that you've learned to be tested for authenticity. So by default, you qualify for the yes here. How many got what I just said? So many of us are trying to win the next level with still carnal ways. Not knowing that this is the house of God. So we go by the government of God. It's not about being likable. It's about going through the right construction configuration. Because every man that loved you in God that's, uh, that you're submitted to won't allow you beyond your threshold. Listen, it, it, listen to me. These power levels will tear you up if you don't have another grace of a power level of authority. Principalities and powers on levels that we deal with. You don't, you, get, you don't just talk about stuff like that. Your mind will be sitting on the side somewhere. But God gives us tools to say, hey, whether I have a little or a lot, I'm going to stand to know he's. Stand in the faithfulness of God where you are. And by that grace, you'll learn that the capacity is for your whole household. Obedience is for your whole household. Some of you are going beyond talking. You need to get that shadow. You, you've tried the talking. It's time for shadow living. Uh, you say, I, I didn't, see, there was a portal that opened that shadow. See, when you have shadow living, you use less words. There's a shadow living. He that dwells is for the dwellers. The shadow living is for the Some of you, God is calling you to be, you're going to stand in the gap for your families. But some of that is not going to be off by talking. You're going to have to learn to be a shadow liver. And it only comes through a dwelling lifestyle. A dwelling what? Yes and amen. Make God your confidence. Are you hearing me? Some of us are still so stuck thinking the world has it for you. It doesn't. 
You're an ambassador to the world. God has it all for you. And through God, he's going to give you the intelligence, the strength, and the capacity to be where he called you to be. You don't need what you think you need. I'm going to say that one more time. Some of you need, thinking you need what you don't think you, you really actually don't need. How many know God can open doors? Let God arise and your enemies will be scattered. Can you give God a hand clap? Come on, give him a hand clap.